Welcome back, party people. This is, I don't know what episode of Are Those My Jeans? <laughs> I am Jamie, and I am joined here today by my sisters, Emily and hey. Ali Hirschman. Hi, how are you guys? I'm hi, hi, hi. good. I'm in a good mood today. You That's are? Good. Why? Yeah, I had, well, I had a productive day at work, which is nice. And then um, I, little update from episode one, I finally went on a date. So that's yes. been well. Yeah. Yay. So that's been fun. Yeah. How is dating in today's world? Um, It was, well, the hinge part sucks. Or, I mean, like, it doesn't suck. It's just like, you can have a, a good day of a conversation with somebody and then like the next you like forget to go on the app for a day and then the next day it's like a mm. bummer but um I only met one person off of hinge so far since I've been home and he's like really cool so I think I lucked out but um so I'd say not that bad but I also think I got kind of lucky so yeah yeah I just I've heard hinge is like the dating app if you're looking for something more serious than just like a one night stand let's say mm-hmm. but I just keep getting so much feedback that dating is just so hard and nearly impossible in today's world mm, yeah mm. I mean it's definitely a like a step up from tinder or anything like I think tinder is more of a like hookup app but um I don't know I think our generation being a little bit more like online versus in person and then match that with COVID everyone's just like home and they're very comfortable just like staying home and doing their thing so I just think it's not as common to like meet people in the wild but I I think that like adds to a lot of what people are telling me lately about dating because a lot of this is like post-COVID like I didn't hear as much about this before COVID um Mm. so I think when people had the opportunity to like genuinely take a step back and like be like okay wow you know I just think it changed changed the game for a lot of people but I'm happy for you um thanks thanks me too (laughs) Jay how was your weekend oh I went to Atlantic City which how was Joyzy I mean is it ever good you know not really (laughs) but Atlantic City was fun me and Michael had a good time inside our casino um and he had a car show the casino not not really like literally only to go to the card show and I went on our way basically on our way out um on Saturday which was really cool I had no idea that type of stuff existed so it was really cool to see it in person what he does like every day um and meet some of his like card friends and stuff what was it like tell us more about I just like so there's like I mean, I'm not kidding. I felt like this place went on for a mile. Like it was, there had to be tons of thousands of people in there. And then cards wise, I had to be at least a billion dollars in worth of cards. Like one case what? out of thousands of cases from different vendors, each card was at least worth a hundred grand. And there was like 30 cards in that one case. There was a card there that was worth $10 million. Like cra- this is the craziest things I've ever seen. Um, so yeah it's like a whole underground world which isn't really underground <laughs> but 
it was really cool to see it in person. Um, overwhelming though, like just overwhelming. I'm, I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but that's cool. that was cool. And then we just, you know, went to a bunch of dinners and stuff. It was fun. I, would I go back to Atlantic city? I'm not sure. I think it's changed over the last decade and it's just not the same as it used to be. I don't think I mean, I've that, ever been. Me They're neither. putting like a Nobu hotel and like a Nobu in, but I don't know if that's going to make a big difference. Like, unfortunately, and this is in a lot of cities, um, like the hotels, the casino is really nice and you step outside and it's like, you know, underfunded everywhere. It's really sad, honestly. Mm. A lot of mm, homeless, yeah. like it's just awful. But I feel like a lot of places who have cities where like the casinos run it it's it's kind of that same situation mm. so it's kind of sad but yeah I mean the view is nice of the ocean yeah I saw your story it was pretty yeah it was pretty look it honestly went on for miles it was crazy endless but yeah that was my weekend Ali how was your weekend my week was very fun um I was in Stanford all weekend I'm trying to think so when I left off last week with you guys, we had gone, so we went to the Stanford food and wine fest. Uh, no, sorry. The Stanford best bartending contest, which was really fun. We did that. We had dinner with some friends after, um, what else did we do? Oh, we went to like a yappy hour with Leo, which was like super fun. I saw and- Leo was all over your Instagram this weekend. He looked so yes, cute. He was, he lives the life here. There's there's just, we're just so dog friendly over here. I love it so much. Um, Hung by the pool one day. I'm reading a book. It ends with us by Colleen Hoover. I got to read like a ton Ooh. of that. I'm almost mm. like halfway through it. So I was just actually reading before I came on here. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy though. And I, I mean, the, the reason why I'm podcasting right here, we're probably not even going to show video, but my office is insane right now. We had a wedding coming up on Saturday. So I have to go back to mom and dad's sleep there, hair and makeup, all that stuff. And then wedding and then come back for the day on Sunday. We're going to do Sunday fun day by the pool. If you guys are around, I'll be there in Stanford or in no, in Brantford. I mean, in Brantford. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then we go to Florida on Monday. So I have like bags packed for like all these different Things. Where in Florida are you going? Boca, and then we're going to Disney for a couple of days. Oh, it's gonna right. be so fun! Yeah, that will be really fun. Excited. How's the weather? Is it gonna be like boiling hot, down there? Really yeah. hot, yeah. So, damn. But it will be fun. Like I love Disney for a few days, so I'm excited. Yeah, for a few one. days is perfect. Anything longer yeah. than two or three, it's too much. Well, you just hit up like your um like epcot which is always fun to do around the world and then uh hollywood studios and then magic kingdom i think like those are like the three best ones i don't want to go to animal kingdom it's too hot and smelly and sure. the water park i'm out so if have you guys Death seen the infection galore yeah like no thanks have you seen the yeah. water park documentary about the water park in new jersey no oh my gosh my friend recommended it to me it's so good I have to 
Wait, Wait, do you remember what it's called? They're putting a water park in Atlantic City. I'm like, okay, like, no, just no. I don't, I I don't get water parks at all. Like I really, I think they're so so dangerous. They were so fun as a kid, but now looking back, like it's so scary. Oh, I could never like that. We went to on vacation in the Bahamas at Atlantis and the slide. Yeah, that goes down so steep that you actually come off of it. And we're for like, like 80 a pounds. Time. Like, okay, so you guys down. have to go watch Crazy. this documentary. It's called Class Action Park and it's on HBO. And Ooh. your your mind is going to be blown at what this is basically like. For example, they had a slide that was so like whipped you so much. They found all these teeth at like the top of like where the slide like looped around because everyone would get their mouths like stuck up on it. Like oh. there was crazy, like people were dying, people were breaking bones. Like they have one that, like you literally fly up in the air on purpose. Like that's so dangerous. Like that's so scary. You, you will be absolutely. I kind of want to watch it again with Brian tonight because I watched it by myself when I watched it um a couple weeks ago. It is wild. Class action. Wait, but class action park crazy wow. so then I text the mom Damn. and dad I'm like did you guys ever go to this park they were like yeah I'm like oh my god I can't believe it and I think dad like, said are yeah, you I'd missing teeth get- <laughs> yeah like I'd always get hurt every single time we went I'm like oh my god oh my god yeah it's a good one anyway yeah, so- like, yeah so what it doesn't matter yeah so so long story <laughs> sure we're not going to the water park but um <laughs> I'm really excited and I will be officially my first episode of are those my jeans on the road because I'm going to have to do this when I am in Florida so I know I'm going to take my mic and everything very love it we're going Um, anyways not coast to coast but north to south but north north to south we're bringing this down south um do you guys want to go forward with some of our news stories for the day yeah let's do it who wants to start um I can oh do you want to no, Jay, you go for it. You go for it. Well, what really are what news. are yours about? I don't have like a news story. I just have like a new show that I found that I think is really interesting. Okay, hit us. What sure, tell it? us about it. So Prime Video. Mm-hmm. And it's called The One That Got Away. Have you guys seen it? I'm no. like, I thought of you no. like immediately when I started watching it. Because you love okay. these type of shows. So it's like these people um go on this dating show they're like 25 and over and there's a statistic that like by the age of 25 you more than like likely or definitely have met like the person you're meant to be with or whatever like the love of your life and so these people go on the show and they have no idea who you know the production picked but they pick all these people from their past to come through the portal and basically like give them a, another shot, see if it like they were the one that they like missed out on, the one that got away. But the kicker is that they start out, they all get one person through the portal and then randomly throughout the show and you can be on a date, you can like literally be getting ready for a date. They're like, hey, someone else just came through the portal, like meet me at the portal so you can meet them. And then now they have to pick between two people and then they have to send someone home and then another person comes, they have to sit like, but they like could keep two people there, but they have to always send one home for another person to come. Like so, pick up a card, discard like, another. Yeah, literally. Okay. So and then, like the most emotionally stimulating thing. What, so at first of. I thought, oh, it has God. to be all exes, right? Like it has to be everyone you've dated in the past, but it's actually like friends, um, like classmates, coworkers, someone you ran into and met for one day, never saw them again. Like 
random That's so people. interesting so basically they go through like your facebook friends literally and i think that they put something out and send it to all your friends on like facebook or instagram is like are you interested in you like, know how do you know having this a person? shot at love so you have no idea and then they'll wow. pick you well that's and, interesting yeah. because then the people that are showing up like i mean granted i'm sure the producers don't necessarily say like oh this is to date them but like if it is that way, then like they are at least somewhat interested. So it well, is that's something what it to is. explore. It's, like, it's not to hook up. It's, is this something real? Like I'm looking for long-term and that's why the people come on. But what's also interesting is like some of these people, they haven't talked or seen each other in over 10 years. Like they yeah. just had no idea, mm. but this person has clearly been thinking about them for the last 10 years, you know, like it's are really they still really thinking about them or did production reach out and they were like okay no I'm these people applied not? they applied and they say it like for the most part they're like yeah the reason I did this is because you know I was like oh my gosh maybe there was something there like maybe there was wow. a mischance like one of the girls was the friend of his ex-girlfriend and now they're not friends anymore so she did it and then another one's wow. like the girlfriend of one of his friends that they all went on a vacation together and she was like, I'm into him. Like, I'm going to. And then this opportunity came up and I couldn't miss it. It's wow. like, wow. wait, what's Something. the average? So is it one person or is it a couple people that are doing this at once? Like there, uh, the main there's characters. There's one, two, three, four. I think there's like six people doing it. So How old are they? Like 25? Like or 25 they, like or like 30. Okay. So between that. And it's all different, um, you know, like sexualities as well, which I think is also a great love that. Mix. But there's like drama, like so they obviously give you kind of sneak peeks into like what's gonna happen this season. Someone like proposes, someone tries to steal someone else's person, so that person came for them, and they were like, "No, mm. I want to try it with your person." And they're like, "What the fuck? Like you don't even know this guy or girl or whatever." But it's yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, sounds almost oh, like the ultimatum that last part, but yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that, but that's not like supposed to happen in the show. And this girl's just like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, I'm gonna do just this. Like, fuck the rules. Hell but yeah. I was like, oh, I was sounds so, so good into it. I was like, oh my god, I fell asleep watching one of the episodes last night. But um, I was just like glued to it. It was, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, this is interesting. And then it just the people that come on were not what I thought. You know, when you think of the one that got away, you think of a past relationship, not like or mm. like a coworker yeah. or something. So I think it's really interesting. Cool. And it's kind of funny Amazon. too. I've been yeah, watching so Amazon Prime. I've been watching The Bear on Hulu. I sent it to the group text last night. I'm on like episode eight and I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand why people are so obsessed with this show. Like nothing. What is it? it? What's The Bear? It's about like a it's ex- about like executive chef or some shit like that. Yes. Right? It's so bizarre though. Like all how I view it is like we're just watching this person cook every episode and like nothing really is happening. It's so annoying. I think I'm it's like for I'm like waiting, people... I'm waiting, I'm like, I'm wasting my time at this point. Yeah. I think it's for culinary <laughs> people. Because yeah, I was maybe. trying to watch it and I was like, I don't care. Also, the guy who stars in it is from um Shameless. Shameless. And I think I that's a him. huge reason why it's like so popular. Maybe. But I I'm oh, like, it's it's not, it's a fictional show. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yep. All right. What's your new story? Anyways, um, less of a story, more of stories or like a conceptual idea. But basically I was, of 
course, on TikTok. That's where all my content comes from. Um, but I was realizing that Choco Tacos were going viral, or not even on TikTok, on Instagram. And people are like, I don't, well, basically, I don't know why. And my whole concept is, is viral videos just the new form of advertisement? Like, is that just like the go-to thing? Wait, you didn't know that they, no, they, um, they're like done. They're never making them again. That's why they're viral right now. That's why they're, well, they're going out of business. No, they're just, what's the, um, what's it called? Well, not anymore. I feel like they could stay in business. No, they're... no. They're like, what is it called? When they like stop production yeah manufacturing them no not that oh uh the, the word, word oh it. shit it's like Anyways, um, that i can't think of it right now oh it's like i'll tip my tongue okay so that explains the choco taco thing yeah but in general up, everyone's like sad about it and i'm like i didn't okay. even fucking know they existed <laughs> oh but i mean i like i'm more of a drumstick gal it's kind of the same concept like waffle cone ice cream chocolate yeah shell. But basically I was just thinking, and it made me think about this other TikTok I'd seen probably a couple, couple months ago. And it was a girl who was um, applying for marketing jobs in LA for like different social media companies. And part of her application, you know, how there's like several interviews and everything. So they're like, okay, give us like your best one to three viral advertisement ideas. And she had gone through this interview process with a couple companies and she would keep giving all this like original viral content. Discontinued. Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so she kept giving these viral content and then not getting hired. And then she would see the company go and put out advertisements or videos using her viral ideas that she said in the interview. That's so horrible. companies are just asking their applicants to give them basically advertisement and marketing ideas. And so Wait, is she so then, suing? She's not suing because it wasn't, you know, but like she was like, basically, I'm going to go about this all different. And she made a whole TikTok video about it. And then Duolingo, you know, like the it teaches you yeah. how to speak a different language. Um, they their TikTok account was like, apply for us. Like, we won't ask you. You seem great. And like Duolingo is actually very active on TikTok, which is bizarre. But so anyways, I hope things ended up well for that girl. But I was just thinking about like the ad. I'm not in advertising and marketing. This might be more alleys um round no roundhouse realm no, that's not realm 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 yeah I can't think of the phrase but yes anyways we but are it's basically on like is, I know the words just aren't coming to my brain but basically I was thinking like with each generation is our attention span just getting shorter and shorter and now like to grab our attention things have to go viral and like it only has a life like an advertisement pretty much only has a lifespan of like three to seven days before like we just don't give a fuck anymore and like what is that all pretty much I mean thinking about like commercials are dead what do you do when a commercial comes on the tv like you're watching a show you're watching a show what do you do you pick up your phone you go on your phone no nobody watches commercials anymore and I mean, I will say though, I feel like you do pay attention to the things that you have interest in. And I think that's, I mean, that's been it for decades is like, no one's going to pay attention to an but, ad that they but, don't really care we about. Didn't have, we didn't like, have so much access to other things. Like, you know, 30 years ago, we couldn't just pick up our smartphone while a commercial was playing because we didn't have them. We had to actually sit through and look at these things. And now we, the audience and the way that we consume content has just changed so drastically that if you mm-hmm. want your, you know, if you want something not, not even to go viral, but just to get attention and get like the right consumers, like you have to be 
on the right platforms here. If you're at, if you're selling something that a 70 year old is going to use, you're not going to go to TikTok. But if you're selling mm. something that an 18 year old is going to buy, well, if you're an 18 year old watching TV, number one, you probably don't even have cable. Number two, you're streaming something. So there really aren't chances for commercials. You could literally pay an extra $10 a month to get rid of commercials. We want everything now and so instant. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. Like Amazon Prime, Uber Eats, like nobody is forced to have patience anymore. And I do think that's actually a really big downfall of all of these things. Like, yes, there's parts that are great, but patience is such a virtue. I know that sounds so cliche, but it really, really is. And, um, it's just something that our generation is not taught to have. Uh, not our totally. generation, sorry. Like the new generation below us. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are we just, we have less than the one before us and they're, you know, just goes yes, backwards. I feel exactly. but, like I was even seeing an ad for cerebral, which is kind of one of those like apps that hooks you up with a therapist situation. And it's a, a TikTok mm-hmm. ad. And basically it starts off. Remember the balsamic vinegar in LaCroix? Yes, I do. do. So it starts off. So you just, you know, I scroll to the next video and it's a, it's a bubbling thing with like, you could see like the thick uh, brown stuff at the bottom and it's bubbling. And I was like, uh, and I instantly in the first two seconds, I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's that drink. And then instantly after two seconds, a post-it gets put on that glass and says looking for therapy. And it's, so it's a cerebral ad, but it's, it's, was made around the balsamic vinegar LaCroix viral thing. And I was like, how, like, Smart. I don't know. That's, so basically I'm like, it's just to... exactly. It's like trying to be like, Oh, it's another viral TikTok. Just kidding. It's our ad. Now you've been watching for four seconds. Or it's like, you're this deep in a TikTok Now you knew what this was. Just kidding. Exactly. You probably need therapy. <laughs> exactly. They're like, you watch too much TikTok, Emily Hirsch. Or how so. about the TikToks? You're like, stop scrolling. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, go away. I wouldn't yeah. be on here unless I could keep scrolling. The ones that are like, you need to take a break. The ones yeah, that it's like, makes. okay, yeah. TikTok, relax. You're ridiculous. Well, yeah. something that I, I realized the reason why I loved Severance so much, <laughs> I'll just throw that in there again. Why I love that show so much was because it was a show that I purposely put my phone in the other room for, and there's no commercials, but like, I really was so present watching that show. And like, I watched a movie on Saturday night without my phone. And like, I'm just like, I need to do this more because my phone is such a distraction. And it actually like, as much as it's enhanced my life, it ruins like certain things that are like really simple. Like it ruins Mm -hmm. like very simple moments that like, like watching a show without having to look at your phone. You know what Mm -hmm. I realized over this weekend on Sunday specifically is First of all, with severance, I was so into it, wasn't on my phone while watching it, but I had to start traveling for work. So I was trying to watch it like on the plane or whatever. And it just my attention now I was like, okay, now I can only watch it while I'm on the plane. Now I can only do this. It's like I do this thing with my brain where on Sunday I didn't feel good. So I was like, all right, this is my day to relax. I'm gonna lie down on the couch. And I was able to finally finish like a series because I was like, I needed a lot the time to this. And like not be on my phone because I don't feel good or not be on like I can't answer texts because I'm on a plane like it's like it's it like to go to that it's like my attention I have to like have an excuse to pay attention to something, you know, it's weird, mm-hmm. but 
speaking of what I did watch on Sunday, did you guys see the most hated uh, man on the internet? No, I saw the thumbnail, but I didn't watch Al, it. Do no. you remember um, Hunter Moore from the no. early 2000s? No. The guy who created um, Is Anyone Up? Where he none like, of, none had of this rings submit, submit nude photos of like <gasps> anyone they wanted to get revenge on, and he couldn't go to jail for it because there were no laws in place at the time that wow. like my jaw is on the ground. Yeah. I'm and shocked. so the only reason he actually ended up going to jail, this is obviously public information, is because they f- figured out that he was paying someone to hack people's or like someone was hacking people's emails to get nudes off their email that they never sent to anybody. So what? a lot of people were like, how are these ending up on this website? I didn't fucking send these. I literally didn't send these to anybody. Wait, was this myself. when all the celebrities got hacked or no? It was around the same time, but this was specifically, is anyone up? And yeah, it was like early 2000s. And Damn. this guy, Hunter Moore, just like blew up. He was like this big, like asshole. And he like, that was his brand. And so finally, he realized he's in legal trouble if they find out that he's been paying this guy who's been like, hey, by the way, this is technically illegal. Like, I hacked these accounts to get these nudes. And he just ignored it and kept, like, paying him for the nudes. And eventually, obviously, they got through all those emails. They saw it. They put him in jail for, like, 30-something months. But And, and then he was uh, per- permanently banned from social media for the rest of his life. And, like, social media is literally the only thing that you know, he how do you get banned from so like how does somebody regulate that? Um, like he like can't he's make not any accounts, accounts that are uh, like connected to anything that's under Maybe his like name. your IP address or something. IP anything. And if he does, it violates like his huh. thing and he goes right back to jail, I'm sure. Cause he ruined so or he tried to ruin so many people's lives, but like that's people lost terrible. their jobs, they lost I gotta watch that. It so looks much. really that sounds interesting. interesting. Mm, it's, for sure. It was so good. I think it's like four or five parts. It's on Netflix. Um, The most hated man on the internet. And it is, I mean, I was just baffled. I was like, this guy's such a douchebag. But there were like, and it, remember the scene, like scene girls and scene oh, guys? Oh, yeah. With the bangs, like the big bangs. Yes, I was like obsessed <laughs> with scene girls. And I was in middle school. I was like, I want to be one of these girls. Like, I want my hair to look like that. Like, now imagine if you cut your hair with all those layers i was like i did though i did cut my hair with ridiculous layers and i'm still growing them out and (laughs) i was looking at him like it was like obviously my point of view of that was just like oh these are cool photos on tumblr but the scene life was like partying and punk rock and like oh my god take it was like girls gone wild really but this guy hunter moore it was i i was fascinated i just watched that I just oh, yeah, watched I, I all gotta about watch that too. I gotta what is watch that, that called? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I thought you were saying you just watched Girls Gone Wild. I was like, no. Oh, how crazy was that? <laughs> that like you could um that was like a late Joel night commercial. Oh about the guy that owns Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, but yeah, like I how crazy that is that? That a late night Wait, what commercial. Is it called? I'll never forget when I'm little. It's like Girls Gone Wild, buy it on DVD. Da, 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 yeah, da. and they had the whole censored yeah, bar. And it's like I remember those like, naughty it made you want to be on it because you're like, oh my god, they're famous. <laughs> like that looks so fun. And then like now when I'm older, I'm like, 
why would you want to do it? It's just life was so different back then. It was. Yeah. Girls got well, wild social exposed. media. Well, that was like your only like, like now anybody can go up and get in front of a camera and get noticed for it. Back yeah. then. But there's no it way wasn't of like tracking that. you down too, really. I know. But it's what so Moore crazy. Did, would post oh, just address, address. He would post your phone number. He would post your Facebook page and your nudes along with them. So people could harass you. That's horrible. That would yeah. stop you from watch. getting jobs, I'm sure. Oh, it did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a bunch of people were um, interviewed and it's just so, it was so sad and so fascinating because it was just like, there was just no regulation of the internet when it basically first really started thriving mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s and crazy shit went down. Yeah. Crazy. That would never be, toler- never be tolerated today unless it was OnlyFans, you know, like. Mm. Well, and OnlyFans gives the creator so much more um, control over what they're doing, what they're charging and what they're putting out. All right. Well, I can head into my story and then we can get to some viewer questions. Perfect. Okay. So I kind of reported on this, like maybe our second episode. Um, This is about Lisa and Lenny Hochstein and their divorce. So Lisa from the Real Housewives of Miami. So I'm going to read you guys a little bit from page six. Lenny Hochstein just wants out after page six broke the news that his estranged wife, Lisa, claimed in a court filing that he was trying to financially strangle her in their divorce. The plastic surgeon exclusively told us that the Real Housewife of Miami star is the problem. Lisa uses, in, in quotes, Lisa uses these court filings to portray me poorly in the press. It's worse than a press release because the fact that it's filed gives it legitimacy. Lenny wrote in an email Monday, adding that he pays for everything for the child for the children separately. The self-proclaimed boob god 56 also claimed that Lisa, 40, still lives in their marital home with their two children, Logan, 7 and L2, without a single expense, but recently started abusing their joint credit card to buy things for herself. Last month, the bill was nearly $60,000. This month, she continued the abuse, including purchasing jewelry and clothing for herself, which placed the card over the limit just prior to my vacation, alleged Lenny, who is on a trip to Europe with his girlfriend, Katharina Mazipa. She demanded that I pay the bill to give her more money to spend. I refused, but did pay it down by 5K in case of emergency, as he claimed. She promptly spent 3K to take out people for dinner. And when I refused to send her more money, she made a 20K payment from my checking account without my knowledge or consent. Lenny also directly addressed Lisa's claims that he verbally confronts her with demeaning comments. As far as being berated it is quite the opposite it is lisa who constantly attacks and berates me he wrote i moved into another bedroom and when that wasn't enough i had to rent an apartment i'm just trying my best to avoid conflict i just want to be divorced what do you guys think (laughs) this is getting like bad do they i it sounds like if they yes it sounds like they did they do have a prenup it sounds like financial abuse but she's just trying to literally get all of her milk but it. like this is illegal right it has to be i, I don't know technically it's a joint bank account right if it's a joint bank account like it's technically maybe not legal but i feel like lisa didn't want a divorce even though her marriage was pretty much like crumbling even i honestly think way before they even had kids um because God. of this exact thing like losing her lifestyle losing her source of income Mm -hmm. money all of this like 
what is she yeah. like she has nothing to stand nothing. on like no business nothing no not that I know of I mean maybe social social media promotions but that doesn't compare to the lavish lifestyle that she's always lived with Lenny and being able to do and everything mm. without thinking twice about money so worse than an Erica Jane situation minus Erica's huge 50 million dollar situation now that she I think well I think that situations are a lot different because Lisa's not being sued by people and Lenny wasn't illegally doing things I mean he's a doctor he's a well-known doctor in Miami um he does make good money but you know it's also like okay if you know you're getting a divorce you have a prenup like that money that unlimited supply is going to come to an end and I think this is like Mm. her worst fear how old are her kids seven and two seven and two yikes that's crazy but he can't he technically can't uh why are you wearing headphones who you i don't need them you never wear them no oh i can hear you guys just fine no but there's playback no because no there's not because you know technology is advanced zoom has like anti-feedback tech Oh, all right. Sorry. So does Google. So does I just everybody. noticed that and we're 40 minutes into the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't need it. Okay. But... So, so what do you think? Like, and he's already moved on. Like clearly he had one. Did you guys watch Real Housewives of Miami the most recent season? No, it was so hard to watch. Negative. It was, it was like the oh. show, like fame thirsty. I was like, Ew. yeah, no. So there is a scene where I think I already mentioned this on a podcast a while ago, but there's a the- a scene where they're out to dinner and I was just watching that. And I think I was watching it more from like a therapist point of view of like the body language, the eye contact, what they were and weren't saying. And granted, it's very edited, I'm sure. But I was sitting there like this man does not love this woman at all. Like, mm she could have been like a piece of gum on the bottom of his shoe. But like, do you blame him if all he's good for to you is his money? I don't think that's all he was good for, for her. I just think her, this is my opinion. I think her insecurities drove this relationship to be something that it shouldn't have been. I think that the need and the thirst for fame and money and to put on this display that they were so happy to everybody else, but truly be so miserable, like behind closed doors. Like it's just so inauthentic and just like as, as the man and that as him and the relationship, he doesn't probably care about fame and all of that. He probably cares about money. He's a doctor, right? I don't think people get into plastic surgery because they don't like the money, you know, but Mm. you know, for him, he didn't really, like, if you were to ask me what I want fame or money, I would say money every single day. Cause I think fame is such. Oh yeah. Addictive lethal drug. I have this dream. I'm not even a reader, but that I'm like this famous Nicholas Sparks writer. And then I just make all this money and nobody knows what I look like or like where I'm from. Yeah. And then I'm like, just rich, Hoover, but like but no one knows me. Like, Wait, you forgot oh, that, is that the book you just wrote? You read? I'm, I'm reading it, yeah. I she, read she went viral on TikTok, so she, she might be famous now. I, she yeah. posted me on Instagram. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. I love you. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, 
Lisa, so her husband or ex-husband or soon to be ex-husband, his new girlfriend had to get a restraining order against her. No. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Do you have details on that? I all, I think that she was, Lisa was making fake Instagram accounts and like sending stuff to this girl. That's insane. That is just really weird that people would. It's a lot of effort. (laughs) A lot of effort, but apparently a lot of people do it. So. So crazy. She's not alone. (laughs) She's not alone at all. Not in good company, but she's not alone. (laughs) That's that. And um, should we get to some viewer questions? (laughs) Yeah. People need to want to know. Okay. Um, All right. Let's see here. I screenshotted them and oh wait I didn't screenshot them because they wouldn't fit on my thing all right we'll only be able to do like two or three just because of time restrictions but oh this is a good one um oh and I love this person so shout out to this person if they're listening I hope you are and I just want you to know that I love you so much okay anyways (laughs) how to move on from past relationships Mm. who wants to take it away first uh, I can I have two opinions my two. first one <laughs> I have two and they're very opposite because I would say the one of the quickest ways to get over a past love is to get a new crush on someone get under else another yeah get over by getting under or um so the, that one's I feel like the more fun option that's more of like a quick quick fix like a quick fix yeah. fun fix not the most healthy thing though, but okay. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, hypnotherapy is great. <laughs> works works oh my gosh. I, I was going to say energy work. I think energy work is like huge mm, when it comes yeah. to, um, clearing like old, uh, is it called strings? I forget. Like tethers. Yeah. Tethers. Yep, to tethers. Um, and totally. listen, like everyone's like, Oh, to get over someone, get under someone else. And for some that might work or for others, it may make you feel even 10 times worse than when you first were began. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just speaking from my own experience, not from like a therapist point of view, really, and uh, maybe therapist point of view too, but really taking the time to work on yourself and learn from the past relationship and not just put you know, all this emphasis on the other person and what they did wrong and, you know, what they could have done differently, but really, and I'm not saying take responsibility for everything that happened in the relationship, but really be able to learn the ways in which you really valued the relationship and the ways in which you really didn't value the relationship and what you want out of your next relationship and what you're not going to tolerate. I always recommend writing a list of absolutely non-negotiables and then also having another list of things that you could, you know, you could meet in the middle with, but like certain non-negotiables that like, you're not going to stand for because it's something that may have happened in a past relationship that made you feel disrespected or, you know, cross boundaries, or you were compromising your own comfort and happiness to make somebody else comfortable and happy. Um, But really being able to get to a point where you can take a look at your part in the relationship and understand what it is that, why, like what there is to learn. And listen, I realize some relationships are very, very one-sided and I'm talking, you know, emotional abuse, physical abuse, verbal, verbal abuse, all of those things. Um, 
that is definitely a different story. I think when you, you know, oh, well, what could I, you know, have done differently or learned, you know, I think that that very much has to do with the other person and a lot mm. of their own um, things that they have going on. So maybe not so much in a, a case like that, but in a case where that's not present, I think really being able to take the time and just have that self-awareness of like, okay, I'm able to look at this from a different perspective versus when I was really emotionally in the middle of this, which is sometimes so hard to see out. Like your friends could be saying, you got to leave, you got to leave. But when you're in it, it's such a different viewpoint. And Mm. sometimes that advice can just go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like for me personally, there, I feel like I've experienced two different types of breakups. It's either the one where you were kind of already over it before you even broke up. And the other is like, you have to make this decision because you know, there's just no fixing this. And like, it's hard because you want to, but at the end of the day, you're just going to hurt more. And I think that's Mm. the hardest one. I think the first one is how I mean, I don't know, I guess it's different for everybody, but it's almost the healthiest version of it, whether depending on whose side it is, the other person might not feel the same way. But if you saw this coming, like finally, you're like, you know what, I'll hurt this person more. If I keep in this relationship, I need to get out of it. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's easier to get over them. But if it's, I'm going to keep hurting and I don't see this, you know, I've tried every effort and I just can't fix it because it's two, it's a two-way street and there's only one person trying. Um, like dad has always said, it's not 50, 50, it's a hundred, a hundred. So I love that quote. If not both people are giving a hundred, a hundred and you are giving 200, you're going to lose a lot of your own energy and a lot of your, the love for yourself, because that's super important as well in order to love someone else. Yeah. So I think that's the hardest one, um, when it comes to a breakup and my best advice is therapy and family if you know if you are close with family members if you have siblings you're close with um if you have friends that are like family just lean on them that's why you have these connections um you know when you do lean on the people you love they're there for you those those are true friends people family but also give yourself give yourself time to heal um if that, you know, if that means throwing yourself out there a little bit and like just talking to people for fun, if it just gets your mind off of it, that's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It, you might realize when you do it, oh, I got to like step back and take some more time to myself. Eventually through therapy, honesty therapy, and um, I'll, I'll, hopefully we can link it, but there is a, a like a website I found that you just type in your insurance or your location and you can find therapists in your location that do virtual therapy. Yeah. It's called, um, um Alexandria Hirschman.com. Allie does it too. <laughs> but, um, if you know, insurance wise, whatever we'll link it. I can't think of it right now, but ZocDoc? Um, no, it's like, I forgot, but I don't know. It's like, well, we'll put it in the description. It's super yeah. simple, but I just can't think of the name. Um, wait, I, I have one more scenario to add to Jamie's breakup wait, options. Before, oh, sorry. What was sorry, your, okay. your thought? Um, but that's really, that's really what helped me is realizing that a lot of the things that you deal with. And again, like I said, 
you're like, I tried to fix it. If you're feeling like that and you're feeling like, well, maybe I could fix it. Maybe this, or maybe if I give it time or da, da, da. No, like you deserve better than that. I know it's so much easier said than done. And I know so many people say that and you're like, all right, shut the fuck up. Like I've heard that a thousand times. I'm telling you from the other side of it, it is fucking true. Like it is true. And you just got to give yourself time and do everything you can blocking, just like deleting social media. If it has to come to that, not isolating yourself from your friends, but isolating yourself from situations that you may run into them because you know, it's going to bring up feelings. It's okay to do that, but don't go home and sit alone, do something else that's fulfilling, do something else that's fun. But eventually yeah, it doesn't always to have side. to, it doesn't always have to include other people either. Like you could do things no. that just fill up your cup that are, you know, by yourself too. And, and I know you, you have something to say just to touch on Jamie mm. going, oh, it, it could, it, it will get better. Or, oh, it used to be so good. We'll get back to that point. I hear that all the time. And when I say what, when I hear that, I ask the person I'm like, okay, so you're either living in the future or you're living in the past. You're living in the future mm. of the potential of this person, or you're living in the past of what your relationship used to be like. So you're actually not dating the person that's actually standing in front of you. And that's really where there's so many back and forth and it doesn't feel right. And that gut check and all of that. So yeah. make sure But it's also, it's a, it's, it's, I, the best way that I can describe it is when you look on the past, especially when you want change for something that you haven't seen change in, it looks a lot better than it actually was. And you just gotta, in the moment of something negative happening, be like, I'm not going to forget this. I'm not going to convince myself that this didn't happen or this, this was not as bad as it seemed like it, it was. It yes. Was. But the reason why your brain pulls those memories, is it because let's say something really bad happens and then you get back with that person. Well, your brain is going to want to make this narrative make sense for you. So when right. you're getting back with that person, your brain isn't going to go into the filing cabinet of all of the horrible times. It's going to go to the filing cabinet of all the good times. So Again, that's where that self-awareness comes in. That's where the therapy comes in. If you're able to heal these pieces of you, then mm -hmm. your next relationship is just going to be so much more fulfilling for yeah. you, you know? And don't yeah. be afraid of things or people or types of, you know, relationships that you've never um, had before. Usually that's a sign that, that you're healing because it's something different, especially if you come from like a painful past or tough past and relationships. Like, I mean, I think the biggest turning point for me was finally not looking at the past and being like, oh, but it was good at here. And I'm like, no, no, no. But it was like, that was like one glimpse out of like a whole three months of it not being good, you know, like, and it sucks to have to say it, but it's okay. I mean, life is life for a reason. You've got to learn these lessons and it makes you so much stronger and it, and it invites such amazing people into your life at the end of the day. It does take time, but it's hell, hell of a lot worth it. Emily, yeah. um, what do you want to say? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, now it's a little, basically the two scenarios you pointed out where you check out a lot longer before the relationship ends. That's usually when you're doing the breaking up or the second one you said, we're like, this is hard, but it's the right decision for me. That's also your decision. My I mean, I got broken up with in the eighth grade, but before, besides that time, my only time I had been broken up with was my college boyfriend. And I was ready to change 
A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way to Z about myself. And he still didn't want anything to do with me. And then I went into a lot of, or I went to a Reiki healer and then hypnotherapy. But basically I was just like, oh, this could have been anybody. But I just realized how I was not showing up for myself. And I was putting other people or somebody else's happiness and their priorities before my own. And I just hated how I showed up for myself in a relationship. And I think that was the biggest lesson. It could, it had absolutely no specifics to do with the person that broke up with me, but it's like, people are just mirrors and they will show, you know, they show you what is your problem. And that's usually when you butt heads is when like someone reflects something in themselves that you don't like about yourself. And I'm like, like, I'll see people I'm like, why does that part annoy me so much about them? And I'm like, Oh, cause I believe that I have a little bit of part of that inside myself. So I think when you see relationships go South, yes, it's painful, but it can also be productive and you can oh, yeah. learn from, yes. you know, you know, being introspective and self-aware and all that stuff. So yeah. Like they Emily, always say yeah. everything. That was beautiful. For a reason. That was yes. beautiful. And, and if you guys are, if, if you're look looking on the other for, side of it, being broken looking, up with, if you're looking like, for a hi, hi, sorry, hi. I was just saying, like, we were talking, and I'm more also about on the podcast. Oh my God. I was just going to say, Emily, that was beautiful. And if you're looking for a theta healer, Hirschman Holistics, she is a theta so, healer. Re- Reiki, Reiki, Reiki as well. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Theta Reiki, and sorry. Reiki, though. She's certified. Sorry, sorry, just sorry, brand sorry. me. Okay. If you no, want I theta, theta, you can come to me. I don't, I actually don't really know the difference. So maybe you could educate us. Theta's more one, one day mind. we'll do a Reiki. Reiki's like also okay. is like body. One day we could do a therapeutic episode. Actually, yes. Jake and I on J Talk, I'm gonna do a reading on him and maybe Taylor on the next episode. Wow, hashtag plug. I haven't hashtag done a, plug. I haven't done a reading on someone else in like almost two years. So that will be or an fun. episode. <laughs> At Hirschman Holistics on Instagram. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> no, but I do want to say though, like touching on what Emily said, I I wasn't even thinking about it. yeah, like getting broken up with fucking sucks too. And it's super easy to just lose yourself in it and be like, okay, wait, I'll do anything. If that person broke up with you and you know damn fucking well you didn't do anything, like you didn't cheat, you didn't like you weren't a shitty human being to them, mm-hmm. it is not your fault. And and your brain will convince you it is because you want to, your brain's like, no, no, this is pattern, this is home. Like, I don't want to change this. No, like this is the universe's sign being like, get the hell out of there. They don't even see what you're worth. Like you're worth so much more than that. Mm. Easier said than done again, but therapy is as usual. Yeah. Therapy's um seriously life-changing. 10 out of my 10 biggest. Years. Yeah. But never forget to feel your feelings. If you're feeling yeah. shitty, feel shitty, cry it out, punch a pillow, go do to the gym. To do. Don't hurt anybody, weights. but do what you have to do. Yeah, go scream off a off a mountain on a hiking trail. Just make someone think you're getting murdered. Whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better, (laughs) do it. But yeah, I I mean, I think that might be the only. I think we only have time for that one question. No, I think that (laughs) one question. But do you want to recap? Do you want to recap Real Housewives really quick? Yes. Did you watch that latest episode? It's like part two of the Christmas party. Yes. Emily, have you watched ever? No, no, still not. All right, but, okay. do you, oh, wait, when we do these recaps, it's just Beverly Hills, right? 
Yeah, just because okay. it's I'll try so I'll much try again next week. I'll try again. <laughs> I'll re- and I- watch the last like three seasons I think those are the most You're like relevant. no big deal like just that's Got a it. lot I'm still trying to watch Stranger Things get to it. so oh, okay man. so we kick off um they're at the Christmas party Diana apologized to, Gar- to Garcelle which I thought was huge I yeah. can't really remember what the hell happened wait Diana I forgot apolog- to take notes Diana apologized to Garcelle Yes, oh, yeah, for, about her, yeah, yeah, yeah. About her thing. Um Garcelle is coming for Erica about her drinking big time. Kyle is very much so everyone was saying that Kyle and Lisa are always defending Erica because like there was something with like money and her like lending them money, all these things. I'm not really sure, which obviously that money she was lending wasn't legal money. So I don't know if that's why they always have their back or whatnot. Um, honestly, like, I can't really remember much of this episode, like nothing like stuck out to me, like crazy. And what was interesting to me was the, like, I liked how the camera crew caught this, the double-sidedness clearly they were like on opposite sides of the house or something or the party. Because they were all talking about Erica's drinking problem. And you have one side being like, Erica, like, you're fine. And the other side being like, oh, my God, like, she's not fine. And it's like, on and on. Yeah, you're so right. (gasps) Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm so sorry. I have no idea why I didn't remember. Of course, I remember this episode. I freaking put it on my Instagram. Erica singing over Diana's husband. Wait, I yes. literally what, melted what did into you my say? seat. Did you say, um, Yolanda I said that this, never? The, this would never happen at Yolanda Foster's house. I literally was dying. And then like Gar- Garcelle so just keeps cringy. coming, keeps coming for Erica. Um, Kathy Hilton was there. I thought that was interesting. I love Kathy. I love, I love Kathy, Kathy, Kathy but she's some some stuff is about to go down big time. Um, Why do you? What do you mean? What do you think? You have to watch like the season, the preview of the rest of the season. Like crazy stuff happens. Um, Wait, give me a little. Give or you just remember her. Being apparently, she went stuff. crazy like one night, like absolutely, like just crazy when they were on some some trip. Um. PK and Dorit have that conversation about him getting the DUI and not telling or suspected DUI. That, I don't know if he got a DUI. He blew that, no, like he two like different numbers. He almost got a DUI. He almost got a DUI. Um, that was under the legal limit. Yeah, that was a really like interesting conversation to have on camera. Well, I think it was the most honest. I I've guess ever seen has like the real housewives that I, hasn't hit the mainstream I, media in a long, no, like I, a long time. That's true. I just, Dorit has no, she granted, I think that we have to cut her some slack because she went through such a horrifying thing, but her storyline just isn't it this season. Like, and she hasn't really had a storyline for the last couple of seasons, except like her amazing fashion and looks like she really, she's not bringing much, you know? And again, I, I think we have to cut her some slack. I didn't appreciate um, CK using PK, the burglary. PK. Oh, sorry. PK using the burglary as an excuse to not call her. Like, don't hold that against her and be like, yeah. oh, I didn't want to scare you. Like, she's like, that's bullshit. I and think I she totally did a good job of sticking that. up for herself and calling him I out. I agree. I agree. I just think like, 
you're sick in the head using that as an excuse like yes. that's not right that's um, not right that is not at all the same as you know your husband calling you in the middle yeah. of the night that's not the same yeah I know uh Sutton going on the date like that was such an awkward date but I felt they were like so cute and like I can't even imagine going on a date with a camera in my face like that he was so cute her date I don't really re- I don't know if I don't know if we finished the whole episode now that I'm thinking about oh, it I, I, I felt so bad like I glaze I think, over I think that's when messed I up that. well good for him I know I I actually can't stand her at all but like justice for her she date because like he was so cute crazy talking about all the music that he likes I'm like good for him for like signing a release to have him film this date like that was sweet. yeah true true yeah justice for him I love him and he should be the next Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Real oh, House he should husbands. be just the next Real House husband. You want to say hi? Of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I love it. That's Michael. Oh, <laughs> hi, Michael. Hi, Mike. Um, all right. So, anyways, we will have more. And I watched all of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season two, which I thought was incredible. Like, really good content. I have a lot to say. I might have to just record solo on that if no one else watched and put it out as a bonus. What episode. was it? Oh, Real, Real Housewives trip. Ultimate Girls Trip. I'll watch it this week. It's quite good. Good. It's quite good. It's quite, quite good. good. It's I've quite good, PK. Okay, Dorit, you are literally from the same state that we she's are. She's from no Connecticut. I, I keep forgetting she's from Connecticut. I know. She does know all these different languages, but I don't think that makes... Like, good for her, but that doesn't make... Just learning another language doesn't give you an accent. No. No. Anyways. All right. Well, I love you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow to celebrate our cousin Brit's. And yes. Brett. should be love exciting. Yes. All right. Mwah, love awesome. you guys. I got, and I also love think you. I finally found somewhere where my Wi-Fi doesn't cut out. Yeah. Guys. Yay. Wi-Fi was so nice Yay. Awesome. All right. Love, love you guys. You. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye.